what's up everybody it's your boy rated r and this is lnt episode one now if you haven't looked at my trailer lnt basically stands for late night thoughts and this is a series that i came up with that basically is all my random thoughts late at night and since this is the first episode i thought i was gonna tell you a little bit about myself from the early stages of life so but before i do that i just want to tell you the origin story of how i came up with lnt well lnt started on another app called spoon radio and i thought you know i was doing well on that until i figured out that not everybody really listens to the broadcasts on the app so this is why i'm really trying to actually spread my actual broadcast to an actual platform like spotify so everyone can hear it and everyone can enjoy them and actually can relate to what i say so without further ado let's get this episode started so I was born on September 21st, 1996, and I was born and raised in Virginia, specifically Norfolk. Um, I grew up in a good home, actually, although only my mom was in at the time. But, you know, it was a good, nice, peaceful home. My aunt and my grandma and my granddad helped out a lot while I was growing up. And, you know, as a kid, I only knew my mom because I didn't even get to see my actual father until I was seven years old. And my stepdad didn't come in the picture until I was two and a half. So, you know, when I was a baby, my mom really had to pull all the weight. So, you know, I still thank her to this day for that. And I don't know where I'll be without her. But um, as I got older, around like five or six, I started to develop like a certain kind of intellect. Like I always would love to do things like I always love to think outside the box. And I think that at an early age really set me apart from everybody else. Because I didn't think like a normal person. I thought like outside the box. Like I thought about all kind of possibilities. You know. And it made me like. Different from everybody else. That was like either in my class. Or in my neighborhood. But luckily I did find some like. Friends in my neighborhood. That I could you know hang out with. Because. You know throughout school. I was always getting picked on. I always was, you know, getting joked and laughed at just because I was, I looked and looked and act different, actually. So, you know, but now I realize that being different is actually a good thing. So it's like back then, I really didn't appreciate being different because of all the negativity I was getting. But like I said, now it's like whatever. You know, I don't care what people say about me. They can say whatever they want, but I know what I am, and I'm proud to be it. So, 
It don't even matter no more. I'm chilling. But um, when I was a kid, I used to be all into stuff like, you know, anime, video games, and all that stuff. And people used to, you know, call me out on it. But I didn't care. I still did what I wanted to do. Regardless, I mean, it did make me sad and depressed at times because I so I did want to be in with the crowd and be a popular kid, but I still wanted to be me. Like I still wanted to do all the things I wanted to do, but at the same time, I wanted to try to incorporate what they did as well. But it did. It never works out that way in the end because your real Per self is going to get exposed, and then they're going to realize, like, oh, you don't really do this, but I don't care for real. Like, I really don't care. And, you know, my stepdad, you know, he taught me a couple things about life and how to be a man and this, that, and the third, but the person that really, really taught, taught me that was my granddad, like, hands down. I might as well call my granddad my father because my granddad was really, really there. Like, he was there from everything. Like, he was just the man I needed in my life to guide me to where I needed to be. Like, whatever I did, he supported it. Wherever I said, he listened. Like, he was always there. And he taught me a lot of things that I still hold on to to this day. Like, It's not even funny how much I appreciate that dude. And it's sad that he passed away three years ago. But, you know, I'm not sad about it anymore. But it was just so heartbreaking to realize that, you know, he's not going to be able to see me have, you know, kids or see me graduate college. You know, it it hits me a lot. But, you know, he wouldn't. You know, he wouldn't want me to be depressed. He wouldn't want me to be happy. You know, be happy that I actually got to, you know, cooperate with him. Actually get to talk to him, you know. So, that's that, you know. And I really still thank him for all the advice that he gave me throughout my life. And also... um. When I was a young kid, I realized what I wanted to do as, like, a career. Because um, a lot of people have told me, like, I should be, like, a doctor or I should be a scientist, this, that, and a third. But that wasn't really me, you know? That wasn't really my forte. But I am really good at math and stuff like that. But I didn't really want to be, like, no scientists, none of that stuff, you know, although I looked like the type to be it, but nah, that wasn't really me, I actually wanted to be like a musician, not just a musician though, like a um, producer, if I, if you want to get specific, a producer, you know, like I really want to like make beats for rappers or any type of artist actually, you know, that's what I really wanted to do. From, like, ever since I was a kid, I wanted to make music somehow, some way, you know? So, I used to always mess around with the keyboard and just make notes and stuff like that. So, it was always in me. And my mom, she used to DJ before I was even born. So, 
<laughs> I guess it was in my genes already. But um, yeah, man. Um, it's just a, and you know, I grew up in a Christian home as well. So you know, I went to church every Sunday. You know, read the Bible. You know, you know how I go. And to this day, I still hold on to those beliefs, but some things I'm open to. Like, I'm really trying to really figure out what's really there. Like, you know, I'm not saying that Jesus is not real because he is, but at the same time, how they portray Jesus is what I'm curious about. Like, they always portray Jesus as this white man, but who was to say that he was really white? You know, so I that's one of that's one of the many things I think about when it comes to the Bible or when it comes to religion and this kind of third. But I'm not gonna really get into that right now. But if you know, one day I will talk about it on another episode. But anyway, um I'm just gonna say this. Um as a young kid I always was like curious about everything like what was going around around in the world around me you know what was you know what was really out there and such and such and such so I was really like a young detective you know and I was really just aware of everything you know but I knew it was something else that I needed to know before I got to this point that I am now but because nobody really taught me about, you know, connecting with your higher self. Or nobody really taught me about, you know, meditating and all this. Actually, I think they were trying to keep that stuff away from me. But at the end of the day, I found myself back to it. And I actually found out about it on my own, like, a year ago. So, better late than never, right? <laughs> Alright, really quick. I just want to say, if you have any topics or things that you want me to discuss in the later on future, and if you're enjoying this episode thus far, you can hit me up on my email at djrob120 on Gmail. Or you can add me on Instagram at radar1996 and just hit me up with a message. Thank you guys. Now back to the episode. Now that we are back at the topic at hand, like I said earlier, I didn't meet my dad until I was seven years old. And I believe this was the moment when I seen the real world for what it is. Because my mom, for years prior to this, was shielding me from, you know, what drugs were and what rap music really was because I was growing up in a Christian home. So, I had no idea what this stuff was, for real. I mean, I had a glimpse of it, but I didn't know what it actually, actually was until I met my dad. Because he was literally doing all of that. So, you know, I started going over his house every other weekend. And come to find out, (laughs) he had more children while in those years. Like, he had, had, I ended up having two more brothers that I didn't even know. And I got to meet for the first time when I was seven. So it was kind of an awkward experience. But, you know, as years go by, we grew close. And, you know, I'm still close with my brothers to this day. I have no beef with them. You know, I'm not against none of my family members. 
So, um, I ain't gonna lie, it made me feel some type of way about my dad not being there. You know, I even expressed that to him late years down the road, but we come to an understanding now that life is too short for us to be holding grudges. Like, I still talk to my dad, man, and I still go over his house, and, you know, we chill, we play the game, we talk, we do all that, man, so... I have nothing against my dad. I love my dad to death. So, you know, the past was the past at the end of the day. And it was his mistake. And I never wanted to feel like that I was the reason why. So, because I know I wasn't. So I never felt that way to begin with. But it was just all the emotions that was hitting me all at one time back then. And I did build a lot of anger. Like, I built a lot of anger. That's why I always was getting into fights. That's why I always was, you know, have anger issues and yelling because I was just holding all that in and it wasn't talking to nobody. So that's what led me to have, like, this personal problem where I just don't talk. Like, I'm still an introvert now, but... Back then, it was even worse. Like, I was even to the point where I didn't even want to step foot out the house. Like, I didn't even want to come out the, my room. That's how bad it was. Because I was dealing with so much, man. And in middle and high school, it was even worse than what I had to deal with when I was a kid. But I think I'm going to save that for later. I don't want to talk about what I deal with in middle and high school until y'all either request it or I get to the point where I talk about it in a, another episode. But I'm not, I'm not saying all this because my childhood was horrible. But <laughs> that was my little sister. Yes, I have a little sister as well. And I also have another little brother that I actually live with. So in all, I have about seven siblings, and I'm the oldest of all of them. So... It's crazy, man. Like, I have three sisters and four brothers. So, yeah, man. It's ridiculously crazy how I'm the oldest. And my mom had me when she was 19. So, you do the math. <laughs> but anyway, um, in regards to my dad, I forgive him. I forgive him for everything that he has done. You know... Because at the end of the day, he was young and he wasn't really in this, the right mindset or he wasn't mature enough to have a kid yet. And But but hey, don't get me wrong. I'm still grateful for being here, but he wasn't really ready to have a kid just yet. He wasn't really in the mature mindset at the time. So I don't hold that against him. But... That's not really an excuse at the same time to not be there for me when I need you the most, especially when I can't talk or walk or go or, you know, go to the bathroom. So I need needed you to do all that. And I need and instead I got a stepdad replacement. So it kind of bugged me out for years, but now I'm like, I'm over it. My dad is still living and. I don't want to hold no grudges while he's alive. So, 
anyway, um, elementary school experience, it was pretty good. I really didn't have no problems until I started fighting. That's when I had problems. But I didn't start none of the fights, though. I didn't start none of them. I just got tired of the bullying up to the point where I was like, all right, forget this, bro. I might just go up to him and just, you know. But one time, I had a fight after school. Like, I was in this after-school program, and I believe this happened around the in the fourth grade. It was on a Friday, too, because it was the Friday where my dad was picking me up so I could stay in, stay in a weekend over his house. So this boy kept picking on me all day. I plotted. I waited until we went to the library. And I waited until the teacher walked away and we sat at the table. I got up the table, seeing where he was at. I threw him off the chair and I started punching him while he was on the ground, just punching him. He was crying and all that. He was covering his face. I was punching him. Then uh, one of the counselors from the school program came in and saw me. He was like, he didn't say nothing about me hitting him. He just straight up just told me, um, your dad's here to pick you up. And then I said, no, nah, no, nah, I ain't finished yet. And I just kept hitting him and hitting him and hitting him for like 10 more seconds. And then I got up and left. But I'm not saying I'm proud that I did it. But at the same time, it was necessary because I was just tired of the fighting. I was just tired of the, the BS that kept happening to me and what he kept doing to me. Basically, all my fights happened because of the bullying. I never start fights with nobody. I never try to start beef. I always either want to end it or don't want to pause with nobody at all. So, but, and I was I was staying at Chesapeake at the time, too. While this was going on, I was staying at Chesapeake. I didn't move back to Norfolk until I was in the fifth grade. So, I did go to primary school. And I went to Oakwood Primary School, which is not there anymore because it got shut down and tore down. And during primary school, I think that's one of the best years of my life, man. I never took naps so much for granted until now. I used to hate taking naps when I was a kid, but now I wish I had more of them. You see how the ties change when you get older? (laughs) But... My favorite teacher went to that school, too. Her name was Miss Dunaway. She took care of me. She loved me to death, man. I was one of, I was her favorite student. Um, I used to play, like, Franklin games on the computer, and we used to have a whole bunch of holiday parties when it was Halloween, Christmas, whatever. We used to just always have holiday parties, and I always had a good time. And then I used to always be in the talent shows, that's why I knew I was into music so much, because I did talent shows. Like, in one of my talent shows, I did the cha-cha slide. In one of my talent shows, I sung a song called Sinner's Prayer by Dietrich Haddon. Um, hopefully you guys know who that is and what that song is. If you haven't heard that song, it's a good song. Like, it's a good song for people that, you know, are Christian and actually want to get their life together. So I, that song is pretty dope. I still listen to it to this day. 
It reminds me of my childhood, so. But, anyway. Yeah, I used to always, you know, be in the talent shows and try to give everybody a good laugh and entertain. Because that's who I was. I was an entertainer as a kid. I used to always make people laugh. I still do. But, when I got to the fifth grade... All that kind of changed. I kind of changed to like a different person. Because I moved into a whole different neighborhood. The neighborhood that I was at before that, it was all peaceful. Everybody was getting along. And my old friends was just there for me. You know, we used to always walk around and joke around. One time we was walking to school. We decided to race to see who was going to get there first. So I ran and I scraped my knee as I fell on the concrete in the street. I was so mad. I still ended up winning, but my knee was bleeding, bro. <laughs> um, but yeah, I moved from Chesapeake to Norfolk in the fifth grade. And I ended up going to Campostella Elementary. I didn't get into school until November because we moved on Halloween of 2006. So... Which means I was 10 at the time. And Campus Stella was rough at first. When I first got there, of course, because I didn't know anybody. But I ended up making some friends there that I still talk to to this day. And one of the friends that I met there, I got into a fight with. (laughs) Because he kept picking on me because I was the new kid. And... He tested me one day, and we became friends right after that. So it's crazy how life works, man. But I ended up graduating from Campostella, and then I went to Lake Tiller Middle School. But if y'all want me to talk about what happened, in, like I said, we want to talk about what happened in middle and high school, I'll probably do that in a different episode. I'll probably do just middle and high school altogether just because. Because it is all connected for real. So, um, I'm just going to talk about the neighborhood I was in real quick. And then I'll probably end it. Um, the neighborhood I was in in Norfolk was Manson Street. 1411 Manson Street, to be exact. Before that, I stayed at 903 Park Avenue. Now, I mean, not now, but after that, I stayed at 1411 Manson Street. It was an upgraded house, but at the same time, the neighborhood was even worse than where I was before. And it was nothing but violence and drugs and whatnot over there. It was crazy. I've never seen anything like that before in my life. I was exposed to it early. Like, it was ridiculous. Our house got broken too. Like, after a year of staying in there, it was just crazy, man. Like, I remember coming home after school when that happened. Thank God I, they got it didn't come straight home or I would have seen them. Who knows what would have happened then. But, anyways, I'll probably tell that story more in depth when I talk about my middle school journey. But, um, yeah, man, that neighborhood was terrible. And... But it actually made me a better person as well. It made me the person that I am today. It made me a better positive person and to have a different outlook at life and the world in general. So 
I'm kind of happy that I, we stayed there because it made us a better family and and it made us clo- even closer together. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the broadcast, man. And this has been LNT episode one. I will be dropping more episodes pretty soon, whether it's anything you request or something I come up with in the top of my head. So this is your boy Rated R signing out. And everybody have either a great day or a great night. Peace.